There we go. This mother is being so goddamn difficult. Anyway, welcome everyone to the Shonen Speak Easy. I'm your host, LQ. And this is a big chill, aka Atlanta. You know what it is. Kawaii, what's up, y'all? Perfect. <laughs> so, uh, before we get started on all the things that we want to get off our chest today after our time missing, how's everybody been? What y'all been up to? I mean, uh, nothing much. I just put my car in the shop, so obviously I, I hate having to put out money for that. But, um, you know, other than that, you know, looking for a new place to stay, a couple of uh, interviews on the way, um, and uh, just celebrate a couple of birthdays with uh, some people close to me. And then also, unfortunately, had a close person close to me uh, pass away within the last uh, couple of weeks. So that was pretty tough, but, you know, still on the rebound from that. But other than that, I can't complain too much. Sorry for your loss if I didn't mention that before when we first talked about it. No, no, you did. So I I appreciate it, though. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to. Uh, you know, keep the mood so down. Anybody have positive news? Damn, bro. Now I'm gonna <laughs> seem like a whole asshole. Uh, nah, sorry to hear that, man. Um, I guess what have I been up to? Uh, not much really. Um, went on a family vacation. Uh, my girlfriend's family to Jamaica was pretty fun. It is true. There's a lot of weed there. I actually did not <laughs> know weed was illegal in Jamaica. Uh, oh, I, I didn't know that. that. <laughs> you mean it, it's not enforced. Of course um, not. Yeah, it's kind of a crazy, crazy place. I can't do any because of my job. So it's very funny being like, oh, no, I work for the feds. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you sure? And I'm like, yeah. I have rent. <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, I thanks. I like how they asked you if you were sure that you didn't want to put your job at risk. Like I'm that's one I don't think I need reconfirmation. <laughs> uh man, I it's very hey, bro, they be rolling loud down there. There's so it's everywhere. I, I I thought it was completely recreational and legal. It's it's absurd to hear it wasn't after I got back. My dad was the one who actually told me that, you know, he's not legal there. It's just, it's just what happens. I'm like, oh. yeah, it's so rampant that it's hard to stop. And that's what I, Physical that's problem. what I had heard when I went. And I was like, bro, it's dead intense. They were like, yeah, <laughs> you nah, just can't is. stop it. Yeah. yeah it's pretty not like, it's not like, a, oh, it's, you got to find somebody. Like you just ask for it and somebody will have it. Um, yep. And they're selling, and they're not just like, oh, I have it for myself. Like, no, they're selling. Uh, I mean, the taxi driver, the first time you get in the taxi, it's the first thing they offer to everyone who gets up there off the airplane. So, that was cool to watch, I guess. Uh, but yeah, cool place. I will say, uh, cool little country. People drive there like maniacs. Okay. Never, dude, I can never do it. Jamaican uh, Belize. Absolute pass on driving, Bruh. I it's weird when they do the European style too. That's not the bad part. Yeah, they drive on the other side of the road. Fair enough. Different, different. You know, whatever. But uh, they were colonized. They, <laughs> yeah. they were colonized. Yeah, you know, it's okay. It's okay. 
Uh, it's the fact that they just kind of run, run everywhere, basically. But, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been up to. Um, Jamaica, they're playing some battle bit, playing some video games, chilling, playing Final Fantasy, and that's about it, really. Not okay. bad okay. at all. Sounds pretty good. Uh, for, me, yeah. for me, I have been getting used to dad life. Um, at the time that we're recording this, Kenzo will be three months and nine in five days. So Ooh. I was thinking, thinking about the 19th the whole time. So yeah, um, I have not sucked enough as a parent to, <laughs> to extinguish a, a two month old baby, and he has Whoa. successfully made it three months. Very, uh, very impressive. He is. He's had some complications, not, I mean, he's a normal child as far as normal can be, you know, at, at two and a half to three months. Mm-hmm. But um, he, had, he was born with a tongue tie, so he can't hold his own pacifier, which means when you feed him, he can't hold his own bottle. Even when he gets older, the tongue tie will make it hard for him to hold the bottle in his mouth, and it makes feeding difficult. So um, for anyone that has a child and they have a tongue tie, do not go to a doctor's office to get their tongue tie clipped. Go to a pediatric dentist. Sounds weird. Trust me, you'll want that information. Um, also, there's like exercises and stuff you're supposed to do with him afterwards to, you know, help him get used to the fact that his tongue can move all around his mouth. They didn't tell us that. So, um, also, the amount of stress that it caused. And now this is wild. The amount of stress that it caused from him having his tongue tie kind of like slightly reattached, he had to go to a chiropractor. Oh, wow. And that that tension went throughout his body. So he hated riding in the car. Like anytime he would get in the car, when the car was moving, he'd be okay. And then as soon as we hit a stop sign, he would lose it. And in his first three visits to the chiropractor, the first day I had alone with him, which it's a funny story. I'll tell you about that later. The first full day where it was just me and Kenzo, Kenzo slept the entire car ride. And it, like it was a huge relief. So, you know, just like every other parent, just like my greatest accomplishment is my child. You know, all I really have to talk about is my kid. But um, other than that, that is I am an now. Oh, yeah, it's pretty big. I mean, there's still bigger stuff. But <laughs> having <laughs> having um, having unprotected sex and con- and conceiving a child is not the greatest accomplishment in life. Dalen being able to yeah. you know said give birth to that child is the greater it is the great much greater accomplishment. But um, you know, shout out to my wife as usual. But uh, I did want to also add in that I've I'm still going to therapy. Therapy has been going well. I am now officially on Spotify. <clears throat> King Kenzo is on all streaming platforms, actually. Yeah. And I'm going to accomplish another one of my bigger bucket list goals, which is to produce my own album. And it's pretty much done, but I now have to, I have to go back and change a song and then add my bonus tracks. Um, I have no guest features on this, so, you know, J. Cole in it. But, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, you can do a kill Edward. Yeah, I don't even want to mess with that in editing and, uh, and, and mixing. <clears throat> but I probably I will have one, only one guest artist on a on a bonus track, and that is it. 
<clears throat> and that person is a bigger name than I am, but he is also still a nobody. So <laughs> don't don't expect anybody crazy. You know, I say that, and somebody's gonna be like, "Oh my God, he got who's from Houston? He got Mike Jones." No, no, think smaller. <laughs> Slim Thug, think smaller. Fall wall, think even smaller. But yeah, uh, that'll probably be the only guest verse I have in its entirety, and that's. Because he's just a really cool person and he's helped me out a lot. But of all things, I actually played, I previewed two tracks for my therapist because I shouted him. I kind of gave him a shout out in a, in one of the songs and he got me a beat <laughs> and was like, right to this, make it about you. So it's, it's part of like some of my, my, my healing process from just life in general. But yeah, uh, music. You know, getting back to the podcast, which is great. I've done two streams. I streamed during work, <laughs> which was pretty cool. It had a pretty good reception. And uh, just parent life, you know. So that's that's pretty much been it. Ain't no wrong with that. I mean, that sounds like pretty big accomplishments oh. to me. You know, right? ther- therapy and, the, you know, EP about to drop. So that's good, bro. Yeah, if I can get those two songs done, one song... Uh, it needs a change, and the other song just hasn't been recorded at all. Like I've, I've planned out the whole song and even got the feature. As soon as he asked if he, if I wanted him to be on it in any capacity, like he thought he was gonna be speaking, and I was like, Nah, you got a verse in you. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, You right though. I was like, All right. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me on that one. On that end. Now. Onto the things that we really want to talk about because we got a lot of stuff to get off our chest after the time that we've been absent. Honestly, we're not even going to explain why we've been gone. I kind of did already. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Claude, start us off, man. Get what what has been bothering you since we've been gone? Oh shit! Straight to it. All right. So, what has been the catalyst of this? I think the or the number one thing that's bothering me, as always, this is a music podcast anyway, has been in the corniest way possible, quote unquote, state of hip hop, state of hip hop and media. We'll call it that. Honestly, I'm kind of sick of it. Um, we have a lot of rap is kind of like the mainstream nowadays, and I'm a huge user of TikTok. I use social media. I got Instagram, whatever. I love following um, artists, like small local artists, or not even local, just small artists in general. I like, I like trying to find new music, and I follow a lot of producers because um, I like producing, and a lot of them make. We're just going to call them rap beats. They make rap beats. They make trap beats, and it's getting old. And the shit kind of is starting to all just sound the same. And I hate to say it because I, I feel like I sound like an old person. Um, but in the most honest way, it's kind of just getting really repetitive. Like, I think uh, T-Pain has said it. Y'all need to stop making shitty music. That's how you put it. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Lil Bow Wow has even come out from the fucking nowhere. Where's that guy been? Uh has come out and just said, yeah, rap music nowadays just sucks ass. And he's kind of right. 
he's kind of right. Rap does kind of suck ass right now. To provide full context for the people that are like gonna be upset and be like, no, nah, it doesn't all suck. He said outside of the big three, which he said was he said Kendrick, Ken- Jake Cole, Jake. Kendrick Cole. Drake. He said Drake. Did he say Drake? He said yeah, Drake. He said yeah. Drake. That man hasn't heard a big crit. But anyway, he said <clears> out of sight of those three, there's no one in mainstream really doing anything different. And that's worth listening to. Just so when y'all get mad, y'all get mad at the right statement. Anyway, please yeah, continue. Do, yeah, please yeah, please do not come <laughs> at me and be like, Oh, I I like to listen to like I don't know, if you say Sob yeah. or even Big Crit, those motherfuckers are not mainstream, bro. I they I mean, Bickery was at one point, but yeah, he's not anymore. Uh, no, yeah. he was. He was. <laughs> okay. He has a, he he has won, a double he, platinum single. He was. <laughs> he was. He was. But my point is now. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. the now because we could we could say you know at one point Nas was 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 the mainstream rap and that was a huge level of quality. Over, yeah. Um, but again, it's beautiful. You know, and and my point is, you got this. Okay, let's say you got Kendrick still making great music. You've got like a few. But there's so many rappers now. Hip hop is so big because pop music is huge. It's popular music. It's everywhere. There's so many that get like you see them at music festivals. You see people like fucking yeet, fucking uh, degenerative pieces of garbage <laughs> rappers. And this had this leads to a question I have for the next episode. But please continue. It's going to be a very good question. <laughs> yeah. So, and in conclusion, honestly, I think the only thing I really feel is. Rap should just. I hope rap fails. I hope rap leaves mainstream. And I know people are going to be complaining, like, oh, help the young. As Corday said, you know, young kids are making money and getting their bags. You're correct. I'm happy that one person is going to get to leave the quote on, you know, they get to leave the hood. But honestly, I hope rap dies. I hope no one leaves the hood through rap anymore. I hope it just burns and it goes back to where it was. Because also having everyone try to become trap artists and actually live that life is not a good way to leave the hood. Like, go out and get an education. And that sounds super old heady. But, like, it's just that like. That hella old heady. <laughs> my point is okay, the problem I have with it is it's like when people, like, look at, look at the NFL, the NFL is majority black, and people kind of make comparisons to the fact that, like, Oh, they just tell black people, oh, just, you know, do really well in sports, you'll make it to the NFL. What happens to all the people who don't make it? What happens to everyone who doesn't get that platinum deal? Because most of the time, it's not, I mean, most of this skill, but especially with music, music nowadays is not about your skills, it's about hallelujah. social media presence. Yeah, hallelujah, prayer. <laughs> and you've got these kids ruining their lives, trying to make a, literally make a, a Hail Mary. And it's like, bruh. I hate to see that because that is literally what people are going to tell you to do to try and leave the hood. And you're just going to be like, you're like, you, maybe you make it, but it's like playing the lottery, man. You ain't lying. 10 years later, now you have no skills and like you've got, it's hard. It's hard. Um, so I, yeah, I just hope rap just kind of just disintegrates from the mainstream. Also when it does disintegrate from the mainstream, We'll actually probably get better rappers again, to be quite honest. I mean, we have great rappers right now. You just have to really search for them. Like, you have to search hard. Or the scary thing is, all the rappers will be absolute garbage and sound the same. 
because the most consistent consumers are going to be Gen Z suburban, suburban white kids. Oh, I mean, that is also the possibility that is, yeah. which um, I, could happen. It happened with rock and roll. So. Ew. And kind of, <laughs> no, you know what? The, op- the opposite happened with country. The people got older and their, um, their ideals shifted with the influences of the government itself. Like, if anybody listens to a Johnny Cash song, a lot of it is like unionize, fight the power. To, like, it's literally like public enemy if they were country white folks. And now yeah. it's just like protect our millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, what the hell? Our government's the greatest. If you don't like it, you can kiss our ass. <laughs> like it's all it's just like this really corny, like howdy doody shit. But yeah, I yeah. it could go either way, but I'd rather see a reset to where it has the opportunity to. Like remember when yeah. the NBA technically reset when Kyrie won I mean not Kyrie, Jesus, when Kawhi <laughs> won won a ring with Toronto? Yeah. Like it kind of split up all the players tonight. Oh, we're not gonna have four superstars. Each team's gonna have two superstars, and then we're gonna fill out the rest with just good talent. Like I, I would love for that to happen. That whack rappers need yeah. to exist, but they don't need to exist on the main stage. That is yes, I a hundred percent agree with that. And to follow point. up on that, that uh, it also that little country thing reminds me of Rage Against the Machine, which you know the lead singer is I think Hispanic. Yeah, <laughs> and is heavily anti-government a lot of people are like no they would never like they're a true white happy band i'm like bro <laughs> they are they are very much diverse <laughs> really hate uh <laughs> a lot of neo-nazi groups but yeah rock and roll was yeah it's i hope it doesn't happen the same way like that because you know that was what was was it barry white who came up with most of the guitar licks tricks and he had Jimi hendrix and prince but then, like... Not Barry, but I'm with you. I mean, well, like, like skill-wise, yeah, he came up with a lot of stuff, but then... That no, I'm just saying, uh, Chuck, Chuck Berry, not Barry White. Barry White's the uh, dude with a real deep-ass voice. Chuck Berry, yeah. Yeah, 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 I got him mixed up. <laughs> I was like, I'm not trying to say you're wrong. I'm just trying to say not the right person. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. Sorry, I got him mixed up. But yeah, now, like, they came up with all that stuff, and then the rock and roll, you know, it's a lot of bands outside of like those big three rock and roll is a predominantly dominated white uh, genre now. Yep. And that may be, and then black people just went and made hip hop. It's not going to happen again. Can it even happen again? Can we just come up with another genre? I would just love subgenres. If they give rap sub the subgenres that it deserves, it would be way better off than what it is now. And people like in, like in passing, will give rap a subgenre, but they're not sticking to, they're not adamant about it the way that people in rock are. Like, you're not going to find metal, or like hardcore modern metal on a classic rock station. It's not gonna happen. You're not gonna have a playlist where you hear Arctic Monkeys and then hear Metallica right after that. That's <laughs> not gonna happen. And it's like even even no. now, it's funny because we know for a fact like these are both rock. They are not the same kind of rock. Damn, yeah. I wish rap could get that. Like I, I wish that they could get that on the main stage instead of it just being behind the scenes where it's like, well, we 
we make fun of people for listening to Lil Uzi Vert, but it's like, well, Lil Uzi Vert needs to exist for people that don't have the capacity for lyrics. But he also needs to be in his own genre. <laughs> the same I way com- that... I completely people- agree with that. Yeah, the same way that people like Joey Badass, Absol, and Kendrick exist for people that care about that aspect of music. Don't like, forget Lupe. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't going to forget. <clears throat> Trust me, I could I was going to add Lupe and Black Thought, but I was like, let me stick with the people that everybody pretty much knows if I bring up nah, this Nah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, and it's like, will those people cross over? Absolutely. Do people that listen to one part of rap, like one aspect of rap like the other? Of course. I love Wiz Khalifa's music. But I also like hardcore lyricists like ASAP Rock, LP, Black Thought, and Lupe Fiasco. Like I like those people a whole lot. But I know there's a difference, and there's a different time and place for them. They can all exist. They just don't exist in the same capacity. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then there's people, you know, we got people like Cardi B has constantly said, there's female rappers as well, Cardi B has constantly said, she is here to make money. And it's been straight up from the beginning. And she hasn't stopped rapping about exactly what she's been talking about from the very beginning. Exactly. And that's the reason why I like her. And people always get confused when they're like, you like Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B? Absolutely. And it's yeah. not just, they fit what they want, what they're supposed to do very well. The same way that I like them, I like No Name and Rhapsody. The same way that I am the biggest fan of Kendrick, Big Crit, and Lupe, I also like Polo G, Lil Uzi Vert, and I'm trying to think of a third person that fits that category. Oh, Roddy Rich. I like Roddy Rich a lot. You like Roddy Rich. <laughs> but it's just like, I, they can exist, but they don't all have to exist in the same playing field. When people's like, it's room for everybody to eat. It's not. Not in rap. Especially <laughs> when you want rap to be a competitive space, it's not enough room for everybody to eat. That's a lie. Do you mean in the sense like everyone can be like super mega famous or like have a job? I'm going to answer that in the next episode. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's, it's a, a, that's a whole other thing. It's a big topic that I wanted to address because I think it's a very good question. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yes and no. I'm going to say that now. Yes and no. That. Fair enough. It, they'll, they'll have a lot more success if there's different if there's subgenres. Well, I'm glad to know that um, you have a very level-headed take on this. I sound like an old, angry man who's like, go get education. Nah, right. man. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Sometimes it's okay to be an old man yelling at the sky, bro. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Because I was like, man, LQ is coming on here with so much fucking tact. <laughs> Landon, but please me, help me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, but this is when Landon's supposed to be on the other end and be like, fuck you, old nigga. Like, <laughs> he didn't balance fair. us out. <laughs> he was supposed to come out here and be like, fuck you, fuck you, Clyde. Roll it on my wrist. Roll it on my bitch. <laughs> the way I feel about future, yeah. Um, oh, the way that we feel about future. You know, I still have future blocked on Spotify. I can't listen to the remix of Mask Off because <laughs> I can't listen to the remix of Mask Off because I still have them blocked on Spotify. I have to go to YouTube if I want to hear it. And then even then, I've made it to where I downloaded the song and I cut his verse out and it's just Kendrick's verse on my on my tablet. It's literally just Kendrick's verse. There is no future. He has the the course. This man really doesn't have a future. I don't. Discord, if you ever use it as a feature that lets you stream (laughs) Spotify to your friends if you have premium. 
this man was like, why can't I hear the song y'all listening to? Straight up, if you he has future blocks, so he can't even hear songs he's featured on. And so he yeah. just sat there in silence for three minutes. Yep. I was like, I'll let it pass. I was like, I'll let it pass. I'm not fixing I'm not changing my setting. <laughs> and we just waited and we then we moved on. Yep. I respect it though. Hey man, I try to I try to be consistent. That's that's the exact same way I did R. Kelly. Anything that you mention in is blocked, bro. It don't exist. There you go. Hi, Landon. What do you feel about rap? <clears throat> burn to the ground. <laughs> I mean, I definitely want to say burn it to the ground. I mean, there's there are some artists that I'm just like, I don't understand how, you know, they go viral, they get all, all this attention, they sell or get get all these streams. But like artists that I that I love and stuff like that, and who have an actual good message, they always you know get that they don't get the hype that they they should i know kendrick like even with kendrick like when mr morale came out everybody was like he made us wait five years for this and and i'm not saying that you have to agree with my opinion with uh, everything or whatever but for you to call that album mid in my opinion that's that's just that's just an ignorant take uh, i'm not saying like like i said you you can have your own opinion but to call it mid is crazy like I, I don't i don't understand that but I guess the way that things are now, it's all about sh- uh, shock value and stuff like that. Now, like the way things used to be, at least like ten years ago, because I remember when Kendrick first came out, we was at a uh, UNT. Well, the first, yep. the first, uh, you know, debut album on the studio. Um, like I remember the hype for that, and and I remember going to see that concert the first time and seeing him in person. Like I was hyped, but. You know, of course, same thing with Drake, too. Like, when Drake first came out, you know, Take Care and all that, I thought it was great. But, like, to see artists evolve over time and, like, the fact that TikTok is kind of, like, driving most of these artists to make specific songs that can go viral instead of staying on track with, you know, Miracle Feast or something like that, that it, it kind of irks me. But, uh, I mean, that's just how the way the rap industry is now. I mean, because you got people like Ice Spice, and people were telling me, oh, Ice Spice is like one of the best uh, female lyricists. And I'm like, stop, bro. Like, I, I, I get it. <laughs> like, like I, I get it. You like you like her ass. You like the way she, she look and stuff. But come on, bro. Like, let's You be like serious. the way that she dance? You like the way that she moves? I mean, yeah, that's basically what it, that's what it comes down to, man. Like, I mean, because, like, look at Megan Thee Stallion. She got bars, but she also looks damn good. Ice Spice, eh. Yeah, but Ice Spice just looks nice. Yeah. Hell so, no. So that, that type of shit just kind of irks me, like the way that the industry is now, especially with people that I that I know that's trying to get into the industry. And he was like, because I talked to one of them, and he was like, I was thinking about making like a like a troll type song just viral and then hit them with the real stuff and i was like do you know how ignorant that statement sounds bro like but like it sounds the, like a plan i, I hate know. to say i know i know i know like i know it's a good plan because obviously that's just how things are now but you know just not being able to stay true to yourself and you know go viral off of something that you will be proud of you know hey 
you know what? That not being able to say it to yourself, it does suck. And that's it's maybe rapids just caught up with the rest of corporate America. Most we hate their jobs anyway. So Thanks. I don't know. Um I will say TikTok is a funny thing you mentioned because I follow female rap duo. I actually have not heard a single one of their full songs on Spotify, but I'm a fan because I like their videos. They're very funny. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, Fianna Boss running videos. They're just really funny. And uh, they have like a good, what, 15, 20 second lyric piece that's pretty good. The rest of that song could suck. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm a fan. I like their stuff. It's always funny. And they're closing in on a million followers. And I think when I first started following them, they were like 100,000 or less. Dang. And all they've done is 20 to 30 second lyrics, clever videography, and a good social media account. I'm sure their Spotify is probably taking off. So. Dang, son. Wow. I mean, I don't know whether maybe social social media also didn't exist when Eminem, Drake. I mean, it existed like what MySpace was there. Uh, so yeah. your boy discovered YouTube, but like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because Twitter and Instagram, all that didn't like really come about until like the mid 2010s or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but but MySpace was the first one that really did it. But oh, I know because I used to have. It. It wasn't on this level, though. I this mean, show wasn't. Man, I walk outside. I go to a store. I'll see somebody shooting a TikTok video every day. I walk my dog. It's Straight so up. weird and <laughs> so cringe at the same time. It's very cringe because, like, we had a family reunion and, like, I'm over here, uh, like, playing football and stuff like that. And, and like, <laughs> we, we had this, like, little area where you can uh, get some shade and stuff. And I just saw... Two of my little cousins had their phones propped up over here doing TikTok videos. I'm like, come on, bro. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm not riding with y'all on that one now. As a, should, I'm going to go with an old man approach. That shit had me crying. Kind of in reverse. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's weird. Okay, you're, look, it's, it's a dichotomy. There are some old people who are, look, there are people who agree right with y'all. It, it is cringy. We did cringe shit too, though. And I will we say, did. but I will say <laughs> this. I don't mind it. You know why? Because <laughs> it keeps them off the drugs and not the it streets. It keeps them off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it just, you know, I see videos of, like, so I have a niece and a nephew who are in their teenage years. So they are TikTok aficionados. Um, but my sister, who is, uh, you know, like, I want to say in her 40s. So, definitely, you know, did not grow up with any of this shit. They do TikTok videos with them, and they do TikTok videos with their kids. And it's like a fun family thing to do. It's not, it's really not that, at the end of the day, they're just doing silly dance videos. I really don't have a problem with it, you know? It's a little weird when, like, they treat you like garbage if you don't like TikTok. That's a little. Yeah. But Mine that's... Is- yeah, mine is much less the dances. It's where it's always the where and how like that'd be a just, little respectful. 
Bro, it's not like to me. It's not even the respectful part. It's it's just cringe of where I remember <laughs> going to um, where is it? Car- not Carabas. Um, it was by Hobbit Cafe. So it was these two yeah. women, two women. They're like mid thirties. I mean, not mid twenties. My bad, mid twenties. I don't know why right. I said thirties. They're mid twenties. Okay, we're getting they, up there. They're leaving the restaurant, and they stop in front. Like they're just walking. They hear like this a ringtone. They stop in front of this man's car and film a and film a TikTok for almost ten minutes. And I was like, bro, first off, if you can't get it in three takes, get up and go home. Pack it up. <laughs> the shit's over. <clears throat> but second, it just looked weird because like looking looking at I think the aspect of looking at them through a glass just made it more ridiculous. It looked like we were like doing a marketing analysis. Because I was just Yo. like, what? The whole time I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on? Like, I, And then when I saw them put the, like, when I saw them go over and, like, adjust the phone, like, pick it up, put it back down, pick it up, put it back down. I was like, oh, they're making a TikTok. And I was like, wow, they have, like, no rhythm. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, this looks stupid. Now, granted, do I, do, I, do I have a TikTok? Yes. Have I made TikToks? Yes. There's even me doing a, a parody of singing the Pokemon song at Akon. Yes. I participate in TikTok. Not that much. I haven't posted in like three months. But <laughs> like even in that capacity, it's like, I get it. But some of the stuff is still cringe. Like, I, I, I'm with it. I don't mind them using it, but how it's used is sometimes still very, very cringe. That's fair. I mean, hey, yeah. That's fair. That's pretty fair. I ain't gonna be a hater on it though. Like people, dude, have fun, have fun. Don't hurt anybody. Try not to do anything illegal. That's literally like two of my three requirements of decision making. <laughs> Is it legal? Does it cost an extreme? Does it cost an exorbitant amount of money? Is it legal? Yes. Will it hurt anyone other than yourself? If you can say no to all three of those things, just it's fine. <laughs> Some people still yeah. not gonna like it, but the things that you're doing isn't bothering a soul. Just go for it. No, no, I am. Um, <laughs> I mean, as long as you're not following like those stupid ass challenges, like uh, jumping off a boat at high speed, like what the fuck is that? Yeah, that's that. See, that's existed before, but that wasn't televised. But yeah, that that's those those people will continue to do that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, dumbass stuff. I, I, that's a whole different game. When I say TikTok, I mean like people dancing. People who the challenge people, man. The Thai Pod challenge people. Oh, yeah, the, the, the whole write yourself era. on fire with alcohol people, bro. That's all. Yeah, that was the burn my burn my Nikes because they support Colin Kaepernick people. They in that category too. <laughs> yeah, that's just stupid too. That's not a challenge, but you are they are in that category. I mean they they made it a they made it a trend slash challenge. I'm gonna go ahead and give them their credit. You want to get? You want to follow the rest of the dumbasses doing that stuff? Go for it. Even I'm though you already bought it, I'm, I'm gonna throw my Bud Light away. Because oh yeah, <laughs> the Bud Light destroyers. That's yeah. another trend. Yeah, that, was, hey. that was so stupid. That's probably that top five. Top five dumbest trends ever. <laughs> buying top cases of of <laughs> buying cases on cases of Bud Light just to destroy it because you don't support Bud Light. Thanks for your fifty bucks, dumbass. Like yeah. what that doesn't even make any sense. We don't care if you consume it, you bought the beer. Yeah. Matter of fact, you make us look better because you're not even getting drunk and killing someone in a car crash. 
Exactly. More like a goddamn idiot. Also, to make things completely nerdy and take it away from that, going from Bud Light to nerd, most of this country, uh, population-wise, is not part of the group that hates anything Pride. So financially, those companies never gave a shit about exactly not that Bud Light. <laughs> exactly. Ever. Like, I think someone broke it down. I mean, if you like exclude like political or county lines and voting lines and just go peer population, it's like I think ten. It's 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 a five, it's a five to ten percent difference. Hell, leaning towards uh, liberal slash blue. So most of these people are not going to care about them. exactly. It's just like keep building that... more and more stuff uh, here. Like I went up to Denton uh, was about two weeks ago. And they build apartments on top of apartments. Like more and more people are gonna move here, and of course people are gonna complain. Oh, well, all the liberals are moving to Texas, so that's why it's becoming blue. And blah, blah, blah. like I don't even care anymore. Yeah, Denton's gotten really racist since we left. Like they were racist <laughs> before, but they've gotten really racist. Like yeah. attacking black people in gas stations, racist. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Well, anyway, now I got more stuff to rant about on my own damn self. <laughs> First thing I want to address is, um, dear black people, everybody oh, else, can move. dear black people, <laughs> we as a community have a lot of healing to do, and we have a lot of healing to do in regards to relationships. If you are not a licensed therapist counselor psychologist psychiatrist stop getting online and talking about dating all together just completely if you work at a best buy or a guitar center or if you work for amazon shipments if you see black people getting online to order stuff to start another podcast if you see them getting the little the, uh, those wired iPhone earbuds for the TikToks. Cancel all orders. Make it stop. I am so damn tired of black men and women going at each other every goddamn day about dating. I have saved about 30 posts from Facebook alone where it's black men talking about talking about black women or black women talking about black men and what they do or won't do for each other. And everything gets taken out of context so fast. There was a video that I watched about a day. Yeah. Yesterday, actually it was a video I watched yesterday. It's a woman that was like, I've been waiting to do this for two weeks. I've been contemplating it. I'm gonna do it. And all she does is she mows her lawn and then she's going up a hill. Like her lawn's kind of like on a hill. She lives, I guess in LA or something like that. But it looks kind of like the gentrified hood. Anyway, ah, she does. <laughs> Honestly, it might have been Atlanta, but <laughs> but um, when she did it, the comments were like, oh, "This what y'all independent woman be talking about? This way y'all need a man. You mowing the lawn all wrong. You don't know what the hell you doing. This why y'all hoes be lonely. Y'all want to sit here and do everything. You can't Damn, even bother bro. waiting for a man to do it. God, well, you, I guess you don't need no man, do you? Since you're doing all the shit by yourself, you're doing a terrible job at mowing the line. And I'm just like, bro, did any of y'all niggas notice she's not wearing shoes? Like, that was, my compl- that was my complaint about the entire video. I was like, yo, 
sweetheart, lady, please, please, for the love of God, please put on some shoes when you mow the lawn. You're going to miss a foot later on. All these other dudes were saying all this stuff. And like, if you read the caption to her video, she literally was talking about how she had the the ability to get someone else to do it. And that person was like on vacation or something. And she was like, I got tired of looking at it the way it was. And I got motivated to just take care of it myself. And she was like, I was proud of myself because in this little area in her yard she has this pine like it's like a pineapple tree that's growing and she was like i went and addressed it so i can grow this these pineapples because these pineapples are gonna be lit i love pineapples it had nothing to do with downing men it had nothing to do with men at all she was proud of herself for doing something that she really wanted to take care of and she i'm not gonna lie she did kind of a bad job but it's because it was her first time ever doing it like i'm not gonna be like damn she don't know how to mow a lawn like she literally says in the caption, it's my first time ever doing this. I did this because I was I didn't want to wait around forever for anyone to help me do something that I have the power and ability to do myself. You go, girl. Proud of you. Put on some goddamn shoes. You're going to be missing a foot. Seriously, don't hurt yourself. And on the opposite end, there's women that not only think that everything a man does is gay, which is also oh, another thing. Before I even go into the next point, I want to just make this very clear. One, huge supporter of the LBGTQ plus community. I may make jokes about them, but I have a friend that's in literally every letter of the LBGTIQA plus category except for intersex. I don't know anybody that's intersex ever. But you don't use calling men gay as an insult as if the gay people that you keep you know, praising as your friends that you keep watching on TV that you keep trying to learn makeup tips from. You don't use that to insult straight men when you when you allegedly care about the gay people in your community. That's not how that works. And that's not how I would want it to work. That's just like saying, you know, if we had a friend that, you know what, we have Asian and white friends. That's just like telling somebody that's so black of you. Because they fucked up on something. And then you'd be like, what, what the hell? Like, I'm black. I thought we were cool. Why would the, why would the fuck up be so black of them? Mm -hmm. Am I a fuck up? Like, that's exactly what it comes off being portrayed as. And it gets on my nerves because black women do this so often. And black dudes do it. Of course, they have paws and, you know, like, no homo. Mostly as jokes or juxtapositions to say something that is gay and be like, it was done to be humorous. But yes, we can confirm between this group of people, we're not gay. But it's even being thrown in just as a joke. Because all the people that they share that knowledge with already know that they're about their sexuality. Even besides the point, I would like them mostly for people to get away from that, too, because a lot of those men make these women feel comfortable with saying that if you order dessert, you're gay. If you don't want to pay all of a woman's bills, you're gay. If you hang out with your friends for more than two hours, you gay. If you rather hang out with your homeboys and your girl, you gay. Like it doesn't do anything to make the gay people that you associate yourself with comfortable. But it also isn't pushing men to like you any more than they already didn't in the first place. It's redundant. So to to now get into the other point that I was trying to make about the men and women divide. Yes. Mm, it, nah, yeah. 
<laughs> the other thing I was trying to get into about this men and women divide is that there's always these questions that are so rooted in traditionalism that don't make any sense, even when you decide to answer them. Like uh, one post that I saved said, eventually this new generation of men will start dating each other. Let them submit to one another since uh, because we don't want to be submissive to these men that we share bills with. Where does this progress anything? This isn't a conversation. This is what someone who I absolutely can't fucking stand taught me. It's called a bad faith argument. You have no interest in conversing different talking points or being educated in the matter. You want to make inflammatory statements and state them as fact just so you feel better. Granted, the person that taught me that literally started a bad faith argument with me. And I caught onto it very quickly and caught her out on it. Anyway, <clears throat> next um, issue that I've had is that we don't want to be a part of anything that has to do with building a man who will soon leave you. Where do you get this from? <laughs> Once a man gets broke, he can't provide. The truth is we run away fast to another provider. A man who is not looking for a submissive provider will never re- reply to any of my messages with insults let's learn to debate without having to insult another one for anyone's choices of life if you want to be a provider just say that we will respect you and then she goes to call a man a bitch in the next comment so (laughs) it's like we the things that we like even this one other post says this new generation of men want submissive providers well go get another man why Making inflammatory statements, going after these men and talking about how shitty your dating experiences are because you don't know how to date. Or, like I said earlier, we as black people have a lot of healing to do. That isn't going, you and your approach to these things isn't going to progress anything ever. It's not. And for anybody that's just like, oh, you, you know, well, you pointed out the men, you point out the women, like these people will literally pick at things that they hear about themselves and automatically shut down until they get to hear from the peanut gallery the things that they want to hear. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because the, even the, the current statuses of dating, like for people that want a peer provider, the average, you know, the average salary in Texas now, like the average salary to live is like $64,000. For someone to live comfortably, <clears throat> In the United and in Texas, just Texas, because there's only statistics I remember. It would take like a hundred and twelve household of one hundred and twelve thousand dollars a year just to buy a starter home. Do you know how many people in the United States make over a hundred thousand dollars? How many? Eighteen percent. Exactly. Do you know how many of those people live in Texas? Five. Around five and a half. You know how many of those people are black? Well, when you consider, you know, what some would say is 13% of the population, which I believe is a falsehood, it's closer to about 18 to 20. Even if you consider that the average income for an African American household, uh, an African American individual, is somewhere around $35,000. If you just do some more math based around it, that gives them close to less than a 1% chance of being this man that you're going after. And then even if you find that, you have to find somebody who has the ideals that you have. 
And mm-hmm. this isn't me trying to give anybody dating advice. I just want everybody in this that's in this bubble that I'm attacking to be very realistic with themselves. Nobody else cares about what you want except for the person you're going to date. You can't change everyone to be the person that you want to date. So stop giving advice of your experiences, your terrible experiences, because apparently everybody's first time having sex is terrible. Everybody's first boyfriend or girlfriend is terrible. Everybody's last ex is crazy or they're a bum. If these are all y'all shared experiences, it sounds like y'all are the common denominator. And if you start healing, you might just find somebody that can tolerate your dumb ass getting all on the Internet, listening to Andrew Tate, listening to these table talks, listening to women, listen to the, you know, he man, woman hater club, listening to the misandrist of women who think men are bullet bags or rather be with white policemen because they kill black men, which exists. Can't believe that group exists. Yeah, <laughs> black women exist in that group. Wild, yeah, but. and it's like instead of getting locked in these extreme groups, if you heal yourself, maybe you'll find out that deep down, those all those years that you were single, you never were supposed to be with anyone. There's people that I've seen in you know gaming groups that are like, "I'm probably going to die alone." You probably will, and it's not <laughs> even everybody else's fault. It's because you're a terrible human being. <laughs> and as much as misery, as much as misery, as much as misery loves company, you know what? People that are happy and are enjoying their lives don't pick up reservations for misery. Sorry, you'll be at that table alone. It's true. Yeah, you went game is hard right there. Sad thing is, it's not even the end of my rant. <laughs> That was the end of the first rent. Because the second was S and Fence. I didn't even say for the first part. (laughs) I know. My bad. I was just going to say, I was going to talk about S and Fence later. But anything Mm -hmm. y'all want to say, take it away. I I got very long winded and very angry. But that's how (laughs) I ran supposed to go, right? Exactly. Are you going to start with hate or love? I'm going to start with hate if you start with love. Go for it. Uh, I mean, you go ahead with the hate. I mean, because you need some. You need to. You need to end on positive, not negative. <laughs> nah, We're in the entire episode on the positive. Don't worry about that. Exactly. Exactly. It's All a little right. foreshadowing. Not a lot. It still may be negative. <laughs> so, gotta start with hate because I agree with way too much of what you said. But um, <laughs> the only thing I will say, I do believe that people, normal people, can give good dating advice because there are more. There are normal people in the world. I do think normal people can give good dating advice. I just think that nine out of ten times, dating advice we find online is from extremist groups. Who, if, if the video is in front of your eyes, it had to go viral. And for something to go viral, it typically can't be normal unless you make it a a goal of yours to find content for dating advice by in the nicest way possible, no-name creators that mm-hmm. are trying to mm-hmm. give good advice because they probably just don't have an audience or it's very small. Um, and you may find some good stuff out there, but if you're just scrolling through Facebook through the entire feed or Instagram or whatever, if you're just looking through all your feed, like the number one algorithm things are going to be viral because they're spark outrage, clicks, views, whatever. So... I disagree that you have to have a license to give good dating advice. I've received good dating advice from people I know. They have given good dating advice to some people I know. Um, 
and vice versa. I've done <laughs> give us some bad advice. Did I did I, I have people that were in that had that were seeking some for, form of counseling or therapy? Because I I meant to add that group. I was already ranting, so that was you the non licensed people that I. Oh, okay, that's mm. I'm not gonna lie. That's still my only defense. <laughs> The rest, I'm like, he can keep his point. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue against that. <laughs> if you're seeking some type of help already, then yeah, maybe you're in the position to. Yeah, I, I feel like there, you know, it's just you can find it. It's just hard. Like, like even on music, you know, it's it's hard. News, anything, you know. Nowadays, what's getting put in front of your eyes is no longer quality, but clickbait or Rev, it's more not quality, but revenue generating. So, mm-hmm. And people, that's a very drastic change back to when, you know, the news or whatever used to put out quality journalism or quality reports. Mm-hmm. It's non-biased, which none of this really kind of ever existed because a lot of things got, got swept under the rug. So none of this was ever truly there, but like it was better than it was now. It was, holy crap. I mean, we've got liability clauses telling everyone they could say whatever they want. Um, oh lord yeah but that's my only disagreement i do think i do agree there's a lot of hate um, but on the flip side i also it's algorithms are huge you know i saw on my feed actually the opposite of the woman and that uh, this is a white chick who wrote her online and she did it as a parody skit and it still addresses that issue because her parody skit was infiltrating the dad club and she gets, you know, some new balancers and gets a lawnmower and goes out and lo- goes her front lawn. And her neighbor is in on it and they wave at each other and they laugh. And her neighbor's actually a black dude. Uh, so I actually like that. Well, there's another white person over there. It's, it's yeah. actually a friendly interaction between two different races and sexes. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is very wholesome. Uh, <laughs> And it's just nice to see, but then yeah, you'll, you you, know, you scroll down, you're gonna see someone talking about, you know, I mean, she did it as a parody skit, but you know, on your post, there is no intention of a parody. It was more of a self enrichment thing. Yeah. When everyone, whenever someone tries to build themselves up or give them credit for doing work or say, "Hey, I did something. I'm proud of myself," someone tries to tear it down. Every goddamn time. And the the main reason why I want to emphasize that. This is a divide between black men and white women, not only because I mean, black men and black women, not only because I don't care about white people dating the dating news. I mean, they already got enough trouble. The dude that um, I forgot the dude's podcast name, but he's like the white version of Fresh and Fit. I'm a I'm a find I'm a find it soon enough. But uh, anyway. It's people like him. And when they bring on. Ah, there it is. Meet the what's this dude's name? You know what? Screw it. Anyway, I don't care about their dating situations as much because they have enough to balance them off. Like white people are never seen as a monolith. So they don't have to worry about having their version of fresh and fit and not having people to counteract it. Like, yes, for every dude that's like this, there's everybody's, you know, knight in shining armor that's also some really kind white guy like for every for every asshole like him there's somebody that's trying their best to be mr beast and they those people get the exact same amount of exposure with black people it's worse because for every love in hip-hop 
you may find um hell i don't know uh, a moonlight i know that's a movie compared to a show shut up but <laughs> like you may find somebody that's trying to speak more to something like moonlight and they will never get that exposure for the simple fact that when it comes to black media the masses and the most algorithms are more drawn to the destruction of the communities than it is to building them up and that's why i'm why I'm more on the side of if you're not already going through the healing process, if you're not somebody that's licensed to help people through the healing process, just stop. This ain't your time. There needs to, the way that you want hip hop to fall so it can come back refresh and renewed is the same way I want relationship talk for pot for all faces of social media to fall apart because maybe the next person that comes up will actually be fucking married. And even though that's not a goal for everyone, which I respect, but at least somebody can show what happiness yeah. between the yoking of two people becoming one actually looks like. Maybe the person that is divorced will tell you about how the person that they were with wasn't a terrible human being and wasn't abusing them, but will tell you that like the inner struggles that they had dealing with depression and anxiety kept them from being the best person that they could be for someone else. There's a lot more intricacies within dating than it is with man bad woman good woman bad man good like you're not better than one another you're both the prize the prize is finding happiness amongst someone else who truly values your happiness so for someone to be like i'm the prize don't ask me what i'm bringing to the table you both should be bringing everything you possibly can to the table you both should want the best for every for each person that you date even after you you know, even if things don't work out, you shouldn't want to be with a person that the moment that they're without you or the moment that you're without them, you hope their life falls apart. Because <laughs> that means up their toe, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you, maybe they step their toe, step on a Lego because you know you're hurt. You get the process of being hurt, but you shouldn't want someone's life to fall apart when you two aren't together. Because if so, you never truly had an attachment to them where you understood who they were, how they felt and how they were thinking. Also that white person's podcast is called the whatever podcast. That's why it was so hard to remember. Cause it's the most generic name ever. I mean, whatever, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, it that's it for that part of the rant. Uh, I'll let that topic go. I really, I really hate black black people talking about relationships and not ever getting along with each other but it also makes me talk at length about black people's relationships and not getting along with each other I mean I just feel like at the end of the day like when it comes to relationships and stuff as long as you have close friends like at least you know three to five individuals maybe not even that much but uh I just don't like when whenever you have problems in a relationship that you have to feel like you have to voice it over social media because like you said, you can always have those two crowds. Uh, the one that, Oh, you're right. You're right. You're always right. Don't, don't, it doesn't matter what, whatever gender says. Like, I, I don't like that. Like the Kiki, like the Kiki Palmer uh, situation. Like that just shows you right there. They're like, Oh, so yeah, y'all are just uh, insecure because of how she dressed and then, and then, the men were trying to say this and women trying to say that. And I'm like, I hate when those type of situations happen because that dynamic always rises. United for like a good two weeks or so. And I'm just like, can we, can we get back to loving each other, bro? 
Like, right. It, it, it ain't that hard. Like, ne- ne- neither one of us is perfect. Black women, black men, neither one of us is perfect. And the and- fact that we spend so much time tearing each other down, and the fact that they have stupid-ass lists like, oh, if you drink lemonade, you're gay, or, or if you uh, hang out with your boys for more than two... Like, that's stupid. That's childish. Like... <laughs> If you really think like that, then you really do need some therapy. Honestly, you really do. Right. Like, and on top of that, the, when it comes to stuff like that, like the, what goes on between two people in their relationship, their terms are defined by their relationship, not yours. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So like everybody be trying to, you know, give their opinions, this and that. Like, you know, whenever I have my uh, situations and stuff, like I tell very few people and i damn sure ain't gonna put it on social media because i don't even like social media like that true yeah yeah i'm gonna be real polyamorous relationships used to bother me could never do that except myself could never do it but honestly it's not i don't care it's not my relationship not my thing to deal with i don't even it just doesn't matter i'm probably yeah. still gonna make jokes <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Like but, humor is, humor is just wrong part with of the jokes. Game. I like but, the jokes. But like you know, like people making fun of uh, Adam Twenty Two and his wife getting railed. You know, like two days after his wedding. Oh, I was, he also married a porn star though. So I mean, I was kind of. <laughs> I mean, he's kinda, a porn star too. I mean, basically. So when it, when I it comes, that's when, part of the description. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, when it comes to whatever they do, like. Anytime people bring it up, it's just all good publicity for them. They don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. Like their relationship yeah. is open as fuck, and the fact that I guess the tape released or whatever, because I kept seeing like all types of stuff on Twitter, and I'm like, they they did exactly what they wanted them, what, what they want everybody to do, and watch. That's probably gonna be one of the highest selling videos on their uh, OnlyFans or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a little Kim K Ray J situation. Yeah, basically. It's all part of the plan. Yeah, I mean, people can make fun of them, say, oh, your relationship's corny, or, oh, I know for a fact that this is not okay for him, or, oh, he's hurt. He may really not care. Some people just really can't conceive of people having different ideas of happiness or relationships. Yep. Which is crazy, but... And that's why I say to each his own, like... If you want your wife to get fucked by many uh, men, then hey, that's your business. I don't give a damn. It ain't gonna affect me in any way going throughout my life. I don't care what you do, bro. Ain't my wife, ain't my life. Hey, do what you do, bro. Yeah. And then, yeah, right. Not my relationship, bro. I ain't gotta worry about that. Yeah. Anyway. Him all types of names, and I'm like, hey man, if that's his kink, if that's what he likes, so be it, man. Could I do exactly. it? Hell no. You know what I like? I like to see asses bouncing. Too I like to see asses bouncing at festivals. Some would even say Essence Fest. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love this transition because this also gives me another reason to go on another goddamn rant. There's going to be some great clips out of this one if I ever start editing clips and putting them on social media. (laughs) So, I 
This one I'd probably be like a little less enraged about, but I'm still pretty pissed about it. I'm actually so mad about this. I was so mad about this one when I first received the video that I actually have a written response instead of just the instead of just, you know, me going off the cuff and saying what I wanted to. Because it it delved into something that was much bigger than just the moment or the clip. So uh, I don't know if you want to talk about the positive of Essence Fest first before I get into the negative, but you know, let me know. I know we'll end on positive. We'll end on positive. That's nice. <laughs> so, uh, what was it, two days ago? I believe it was two or three days ago, whenever Essence Fest was. So, there's two ladies in this situation I'd be speaking on. And there's some guy that I'm going to ignore because men's opinion on this kind of doesn't matter. And I know me saying that ironically, mine doesn't matter either. But it's speaking to a much larger point than what he was trying to make because he literally was just calling women hoes. So at Essence Fest, um, they booked Janelle Monet and, and, and Megan Thee Stallion. And they had twerkers on stage during, during the performance. Had a twerk contest. Whoop de do. Um, for those that don't know, Essence Fest is basically a festival to celebrate all things black, primarily targeted towards women. Primarily women. Um, yeah. yeah, freedom, life, hair, culture, all that. So, to say that these women brought other women on stage to dance doesn't even seem like a big deal. Until you get to people like India Irie and Art Caffey. I'm going to start with India Irie's because it's a lot, it's a bit softer. (laughs) Uh, Her idea on the twerkers on stage was we should police ourselves, which means discipline, correct, guide, and refine. Nobody wants this to be done. Society has sown seeds of debauchery, depravity, and hypersexuality, and those seeds are in bloom. It's not who we are. Those are weeds that to be pruned and gutted, not prettied up. My simple response to India Ari is just because people don't want to be like you doesn't mean that they no longer need to be respected or they should be weeded out. There's all different parts of our culture that go back to a history of who we are. And yes, even twerking is part of that. Uh, when it comes Back. down to slavery and the women that were being sold and how the physical appearances were desired these big old booties and the and small waist and big breasts that you see every other race and culture try to become has always been a part of black women naturally what i also don't like is that the idea of policing ourselves for who the thing is we as a culture and we honestly we as just humans straight up have done so much to villainize women for enjoying any part of their sexuality or their being that we'd never put a shine a light on the men and women that absolute that have to that have to make themselves feel better by demonizing these women it pisses me off yes Twerking is a form of dance, and yes, twerking did come from black women. I know goddamn Miley Cyrus. But we can have these things, and we can have these spaces. Essence Fest is not in the middle of the fucking street. 
So if you can't go to a place that's supposed to be full of your peers, that's supposed to be in this private event that people had to pay for and enjoy yourselves in this way without being called something that's out of your name, where can you go to fully be yourself? Why do women, especially black women, have to police themselves everywhere? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. And it's a lot less enjoyable for a black woman to be fully herself the way she desires to be without seeing the judgment of not only other of other men, but also of black women themselves. Now for the part that I have my written and rant for is a uh, yeah, that art, wasn't the rant. It's almost don't worry, it'll be over. That was just <laughs> NDIRE. For, okay. for our Kathy, she basically said that we need to put it all to a stop and that nobody wants to use the womb of creation for what it's meant to be used for. We were programmed to abort and disregard it. And Holy I'm just like, shit. how do you get, yes, how do you get all this insane shit from people twerking? And it's just like, she was like, they don't, have no, they don't have no respect for themselves. They ain't wearing no panties. They scrubbing their coochies on the ground. And I was like, first of all, that's not even happening in this video. The video is playing in the background while she's talking about it. And I'm like, this isn't even happening in the video. They're twerking. Couple of them drop it low. Most of them don't. They Does dance she not have ass and... or something? Is that why? See, and I want to say that, but I'm not going to lie. I don't want to be that person that has to counter objectify for her objection to people that either desire to be objectified or just want to have fun in their space. I can't then stick I to her level. Yeah, you can do it. I can't do it. So this evolved into a much bigger point for me because this this comment really pissed me off. And the, my statement here, because I'm not going to go too far yeah. past it. I said, at this point, these kind of judgments are corny. We police the bodies of black women so much that they are shunned from enjoying themselves. The choices from black women are already limited. They can't dance because they have too much ass. They can't feel pain in hospitals because they'll be medically ignored. They can't speak their mind or they'll be seen as combative. They can't have birth control because white folks don't want them to have kids. So we got to combat it by having way more babies. And then they also don't have the rights to having the having other partners in their lives to help father the children that they have. I was like, but they also can't have extensions or weaves because it's so easy to go natural. You'll be way more beautiful that way. At some point, it's best to sympathize with black women and say, this is your time and space to be who you are in your fullest. Or at the very worst, say, maybe this event wasn't meant for a twerk contest. Even though they booked powerful black women who dance and who dance and twerk in their music videos and also talk about enjoying and embracing their own sexuality. The Essence Fest agreed with these artists. Why are you so angry that these women are living out these lyrics by enjoying their own sexuality and enjoying themselves and dance? Leave them the hell alone. If you don't like it, you know what you can do? You can go start your own kumbaya bonfire in the in the middle of, in the middle of Chad or Niger or Liberia, wherever these places that you keep dressing up like you're from, but you've been but you've been in Chicago, New York, and Kansas City your whole goddamn life. If you want to do that, organize those spaces for yourself, create those restrictions for yourself, and enjoy yourself because not all black people are the goddamn same. In point. <laughs> you can, you can be a thing. Though. White people wear Tim's. It's not a black thing. It's okay. 
Wait, what? <laughs> talking to goddamn white people? <laughs> nah, I just... I don't want to just say, oh, you can put on some Nikes. Because I hate that, because now I'm like, man... We don't all have to wear Nikes. Nike's not a black company, bro. Exactly. <laughs> it's really not. But it's also okay to like Nike and wear them. Exactly. You can you can love it or hate it. Yeah. I don't wear Jordans. That doesn't make me any less supportive of a black business. I just don't like Jordans. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, I do. Same. I have a fair Jordan. <laughs> and we and we're all on the same podcast, not trying to slice each other's throats for not being on the same page. Well, speak for yourself, now, Blair. <laughs> that's where he's the goat. It's okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> I didn't hear that. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's my thing with Essence Fest. I just I, I feel for black women in a lot of situations, and this is just another one where it sucks to be a black woman because you're not allowed to be a black woman in your own right. The way the same way that I want them to have their freedoms, though, I don't want people to get confused. You are free to criticize them the way that you desire. But you cannot dictate how they live and the freedoms that they get to have because you don't like what you saw. It's literally some, I hate to say it, it's just extreme conservatism. That's some extreme conservatism. Yeah, it's just black folks following white ideals. Yeah, because uh, all the places you mentioned, Niger, Chad, Nigeria, they rep the twerk pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not considered, in fact, it's not considered uh, offensive at all. A lot of, and a lot of places in this world at this point, honestly. I mean, people I see who are not black, who just work Asian, white, Hispanic on videos now, and no one cares, mostly because they just don't have as big an ass. Mm-hmm. So suddenly it's just like this, they put like that cute like little indie rock group, like, yeah, I'm, I'm working out on my Peloton twerking, and this is not offensive because I have no ass. <laughs> it's like, that's the same people you're going to stand with, though. If you really exactly. go on that side of the field, they literally find it less offensive because of their body type, which is wild. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on. I got no disagreements here. I mean, getting mad at people, twer- telling people should not be boring because they twerk at essence fests. Yeah, there's, no, there's no point to really. There's not much to say there. That's that's absurd. And don't put your ideals of motherhood on people who may not want children at all. Bitch. Like that's just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think yeah, it's kinda of crazy. I no think, one wants know, to use the womb that has touched the ground. What the fuck? I know a lot of guys who would. It's all good. Exactly. And I was gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say it's every in I forgot what po- I, there was some girl. Oh, it was Glorilla. She was like, y'all. She said, y'all be trying to get these women to act all sadiddy and be all proper. She was like, them men. She was like, them men with money want them ghetto girls. They still want girls from the hood. They still want the loud ghetto ratchet girl too. She don't have. To, she was like, she don't have to change anything. It's plenty of men that want her. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thought I'd be Grandma Glorilla, but you're right. <laughs> she, she got, she got a point. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's that that shit to me is just brainwashing, man. Like it's people are gonna like what they like. Mm-hmm. Um, people like seeing Megan Janelle twerk, and they don't find it offensive. And 
you know, okay, there's a difference between liking things and then objectively calling it offensive. It is objectively not offensive if someone shake their ass. It won't exactly. hurt you. It's not it's not degrading somebody else. It's not degrading women who can't work or who can. It's not demeaning anyone. It's literally just entertainment. So there's just no objective truth to kind of stand on there. You're just wrong. Mm-hmm. And even if you even if you somehow fucking logic your way to say it, yeah, there is still not really a good reason. Like it's I don't know. There's there's in no way that can be seen demeaning. Like if you if someone said I'm a, I'm offended because I can't twerk. That's like me going to like famous musicians and saying, "Fuck you, bro. I can't play the drums that well. You're offensive." Not, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It really doesn't. So I know I'm in full agreement. Hoes be tripping. <laughs> what it is, and they be twerking, but mostly yeah. <laughs> I'll be tripping and twerking. You know. And they still don't have a seven-figure daddy. Do it be. Glory to right. Glory to right. Can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> it, it's new for me, too. Don't worry. Hopefully it stays new. I don't want to do it again. Don't want to be a regular thing. Nah, I'm okay. I'm okay with it. Glory to cool. All right, landing. You guys, you gotta say something after that because yeah. I, I can't follow that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say Glorilla Voice. Uh, Glorilla Voice, and I mean, she she not ugly or anything, but uh, that that voice. I think I think it's partially post production. To be honest, I've like I've heard her talking interviews, and I'm like, I don't see where, I don't see where all this depth comes from. <laughs> But who knows? That's the um. rhythm. <laughs> no rants for you, Landon? Well, I mean, the only rant that they have uh, is just basically dealing with the student situation. Because, uh, like, I was, talking, I was talking to somebody about it, uh, what was it? I think it was a couple of days ago. And um, I know that the Supreme Court was going to reject it. I mean, that was, that was obvious. I mean, because God forbid that you actually help your citizens what type mm-hmm. of relief. But, but we got all types of money to send to Ukraine and China and all these other c- countries and stuff like that. And uh, all these politicians can take vacations and do whatever the heck they want and uh, earn money by just fighting on Capitol Hill all day like a bunch of uh, kids. So, yeah, like that makes a ton of sense to me. We're complaining about Oh, well, you took the loan. You, you know what you signed up for. That's not the point. The point is school, like the fact that we have to pay for school as soon as you graduate from high school, that's, that's stupid. Like, there are some people who actually want to, you know, give back to society. Like, for instance, my niece, she's trying to become a neurosurgeon. And uh, she, like, just started, you know, going back about a week ago or so. How much the owing student loans? So why is she having to be punished for just trying to become a doctor? Basically, like that doesn't make sense to me. But because she don't have the money and she has to take out, you know, take out a loan, people are gonna be like, oh, well, you knew what you signed up for, and then like, like that's not even a point anymore, man. Y'all should all be outraged. Same thing with minimum wage. Like minimum mm-hmm. wage hasn't increased in so so long, and 
if you live anywhere in the United States, any minimum wage is not good enough to, you know, maintain a good standard of living. Like, inflation also has made things worse, too, but the fact that we as citizens are not getting any relief in any way, you know, health care is not free, student loans are not um, being paid off, or at least trying to decrease it so that way you don't have to choose between certain bills, oh, maybe I should pay this, or maybe I should pay that. But the fact that the way that society is, is all made, it's just a whole scam. Like, the fact, the credit, you know, I think that's a huge scam too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like the fact that it, it, it all depends on, like, if I want to get a house or something like that, if I get it when I have my like my uh, credit card bill super high, all my credit is is you know it, it'll go down like fifty some points or something like that. But I pay it, it goes up fifty. That 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 right there is just pretty ignorant to me. And the fact that we just base everything off of that, like say for instance I have like a five hundred credit score or something like that, but in my bank account I have over six figures, but because my credit score is is bad or whatever oh well we're gonna have to charge you just this certain amount of uh, interest and stuff like that and i'm like i can pay this whole shit off like why we gotta go through all this dumb shit bro in the words of richard nixon too many negroes in college (laughs) not making that free that is dead ass in the legal document (laughs) so i mean yeah. I mean, God, God forbid that you give us, you know, equal chances and, you know, fair, fair labor, but, um, you know, every, every time we bring up reparations and stuff like that, like, we're the only group that has not received any type of compensation. The only thing that we're asking is to be treated equally. And like you said earlier about, uh, you know, African-American wages and how... how like it averages like around thirty five thousand stuff like that. Like that, even right there, that's insane. And even if you double that, that's only seventy k. That's still bad. And then on top of that, if you add a, a, ch- a you know a child or two, like yeah, like that shit right there doesn't make any sense. It should not be that hard for us, especially as a race, you know, to be struggling like that. United States supposed to be, you know, all about, you know, have, having the best life and all that, but I haven't seen it, and I don't think I ever will. So, Shame. The fact that yeah. we have, yeah. like, yeah. niggas yeah. that are, like, 75, 80 years old, so we want you to retire and you're doing a regular 9 to 5 at 65, make it make sense. Why yeah. the hell we got, why, why the hell we got presidents as damn near 90 years old around the country? They don't even know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny as fuck. I'm a... That shit, it, it just annoys me, man. Like, and anytime you want to talk down about the country, well, well just move. No, nigga, why, why can't we just want things to be here, bro? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, if we followed that logic, uh, America wouldn't be here. The whole... It's like the, the British said to the colonists, ah, just move on out. <laughs> said, nah, I kind of like it here, actually. This is, some good, this is a good place. I could just be better, you know? Exactly. For all the diehard, like, 
hoorah nationalists. That's exactly how this country got here. And they be the Man. fakest ones. They they just want to have this fake outrage just so they can feel like they are a real patriot. But in, at the end of the day, they, they, ain't, they ain't anything like that, man. At the end of the day, they're actually just not helping the country move forward. Ever. <laughs> Keeping it stagnant. Especially when it came to the Kaepernick situation. Like, like please, man, if if you're not in the stadium, if you're at home, don't don't tell me that you stand up every time at the National Anthem and all the other stuff. <laughs> Come on. You are over here fixing a plate of food, getting you a beer, or in your recliner or something like that. So, like, let, let's just stop that, man. For real. No one listens during it. Let's keep it back. Um, Nah, so much I want to say about all that. It would be a whole nother podcast episode. So much I want to say on everything you just spoke on. <laughs> but I'm going to just say I agree. <laughs> shit, shit, shit a little fucked with wages. And I can go into whole reports about all kinds of different things, especially with student loans and uh, similarities between this and the 2008 financial crisis. Short, long story short, you can also bet and gamble on loan defaults and student interest and invest in student interest Reason. as an investment portfolio. And uh, it's just free money because, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of like how the 2008 cri- housing crisis was. It was just free money until um, people truly couldn't pay back those loans. And uh, it's slowly starting to get to that way for these student loans. So. Ridiculous. I yeah. learned something new today. Yes, you can all you can invest in student loans and the terribleness that they are. You can profit off of how they predatorily essentially most people don't pay them off till they're dead. Or they do the max payment method, which is you pay like X amount of payments and it gets wiped, but by that point they've made back at least two X their money. Yeah. So no freaking course. Big ass scam. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Also, to everyone who is, honestly, if you're like, oh, man, fuck these guys. Black people just be uneducated. Remember, you too are affected by loans. <laughs> Please remember, this is a whole issue. Some people, back in the day, they used to be able to go to college just to learn and educate themselves. Can you believe that? I was never taught that as a kid. Right. Because I am black. I was taught I have to go to college to get a job. I cannot just go to college to just learn for fun. Staring at a computer screen all day is not that fun, but it pays money. Yeah. You got that right. You know, right? No one wants to be a corporate office bee. Some people do, very rarely, but like, went to college to get a job. If I could have just went there to learn whatever I want, I went to college for music, history, all kinds of stuff. That is, told my parents that. Boy, oh boy, that was the shortest conversation of my life. Anyway, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty close. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, no. Um, that's all I got to say on that. Because I can rant here at least for another 30 minutes. I mean, it's easy to rant. I mean, because there's, there's a lot of issues that obviously needs to be addressed, but the thing is, will they ever be addressed? I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, you know what? We are all kind of in this country, and we're all just kind of like 
you know, there's all these mega corporations, all these banking companies kind of essentially dicking us over. It's almost like we're all just slaves, you know. It's crazy, you know. Someone it else is. talked about slavery in this country. That'd be Jill Scott at the Essence Fest. So we're going to bring it right back to that. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you want to call it a positive or a bad note. But another thing that happened at the Essence Fest was Jill Scott essentially, for the national anthem, which you mentioned earlier with Kyle Kaepernick, she went a step further and just uh, rewrote the lyrics. Uh, you can feel free to Google them, read them. I honestly didn't watch her perform it. I just read what she said. And um, a lot of it has to do with... Them, them yeah. bars are hitting hard. <laughs> <laughs> them bars are hitting hard, bro. Uh, sure, maybe I should actually listen to it. But uh, no, it, it talks about essentially people, you know, kind of... We are all kind of enslaved by a lot of these corporations and companies and this place, this this country isn't as free as it may have once been. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the point that people like the glory glory show, like, oh, this country used to be way good or much better uh, maybe 100 years ago or something, you know, it was really only good for one subset of people, you know, because white, white isn't even a race. If you go back 200 years, it was really only good for, like, Protestant Christians from Britain. Exactly. Then they realized, oh God, black people exist. We got to actually accept the Irish people now, so now we just call them white. But, you know. How can we abandon the dark folks? (laughs) (laughs) We got to take all these other poor white folks? God, get them in the boat. Get them in the boat. (laughs) Only the men. Women, come on. You're like, you're getting tugged along, but you're not really in here. <laughs> how how are you gonna vote? And you're supposed to be taking care of the babies and in the kitchen. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you vote by having kids, and then you can indoctrinate those kids. Besides that, no rights. That's it. Exactly. So, yeah, that was wrong. That was the only group the country was good for. But Joe Sky is a great piece. That's kind of my short take on it. I don't have the words in front of me right now. But um, really good piece. A lot of people were pissed off at it. A lot of people liked it. I mean, what, yeah, el- what else is new? Was really pissed off at it. What else is new? Yeah. I mean, if you're not getting pissed about something, I mean, you're not real at this point. Yeah, I mean, trying to say that uh, America bad in any way is you're gonna enrage some people. So <laughs> America made a mistake. No, no, it never <laughs> made a mistake. Never. Our po- did you know our police force if it was considered a military budget would be the third largest military budget in the world that's redonkulous yeah, we still have some of the highest gun violence in the world America greatest country on the world <laughs> double redonkulous that's so stupid yeah so, but can't say that Nashville's going to be at my door with an AK-47 <laughs> or a nine millimeter. Can't can't forget that's a Russian gun. Nine millimeter M4 only. <laughs> Why was that so clever? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's. But yeah, I don't know if y'all. Elky, you read the lyrics. What do you think of Jill Scott uh, saying we're all slaves? Kind of I mean, like Kanye's slave 
comment maybe almost ten years ago. There's, it, it was di- it was a <laughs> it was a different approach than that. But um, I will say the approach is definitely one of those things that just gives you chills. Like I, it putting everything into perspective. Like it was cool because it was just like yeah this this was your this was your history not the history that you gave was yours not ours but I've seen like it, there's a vi- there's a a version of this video that has like a hundred and ninety thousand views it has. 24,000 dislikes. Damn. 5,000 likes. It's crazy. Yeah, I just just putting that in perspective, it was like, there's a lot of people. Because it's like, oh, say, can you yeah. see by the blood in the streets? And I was just like, ah, this is... When I first heard that, nobody told me it was a remix. They were just like, she saw National Anthem at the Madison's Fest, and then when I heard that, I said, oh, oh, this is different. <laughs> that ain't the same. <laughs> yeah. It, but yeah, it's like, this at this place doesn't smile as, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember as much as I can off the top of my head. It's kind of yeah, hard. Yeah, we, I won't lie, we're sucking right now. We, we, I should have had the words in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, this place doesn't smile on you, color child. When I heard that, I was like, ah, this ah, is about to go hard. <laughs> you remember that one? That, yeah, yeah. But yeah, people are. People are very mad. Called us slaves. Called everyone slaves in 2023. And also said that America doesn't like black people. Man, it's crazy. Sometimes, you know, Kanye may have really been right all along, bro. They're saying that to George Bush on national was, television for a oh, while, okay. bro. I was, like, I was like, I gave you the right amount of silence to give you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, this is the space where either we course correct, we laugh, <laughs> and he doubles down, or he's actually going to the George Bush comment. And you made me proud. You made me really proud. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I can feel the oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. I was like, confused as fuck. <laughs> that was the only thing I could do. I was like, I'm, I'm confused oh, as fuck. I don't know which one he really means. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cardio moments out there. It's too many to just be saying that now. <laughs> yeah, there's way too many. Oh, a uh, very small thing that I'm gonna th- th- bring up because you brought up Kanye. Did you see on TV, Kim Kardashian said the things that Kanye has said will have a much longer lasting negative impact than her video with Ray J. To who? To her? (laughs) No, to to the kids. For the kids. To the kids, bro. To the kids? To the children. No. That's not true. <laughs> I'm going to be real, bro. People talk about seeing their moms and dads smash happily married 
as kids, and they didn't like seeing that. Yeah, and they will flip out at the thought of it. At the thought. Now you get to watch your mom get plowed in HD for more than a split second. You open the door and go, "Oh no!" And then you find out that your mom's lazy in bed too. I watch it. Judge me how you want. I wasn't impressed. And it's not even your dad, right? It's just another way. It's the it's the guy that slept with Whitney Houston before she died. Like that's damn, damn. That's Ray, one way to describe it. Ray J is not even known for being like he's not even known for being Ray J. Oh, he's got known one for wishing, sleeping with Kim Got one wish and Raycon. <laughs> he's known for being uh, Brandy's brother. He's known for sleeping with Kim Kardashian, and for some reason, the the I, the thing that about him sleeping with Whitney Houston and having a sex tape fell under the radar. That's pretty big. I don't know how that just fell off. Not all. I did not know that. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. I've seen them on that boat. Yeah, that man was knocking it down. I didn't see the vid like they didn't show the full video. It's like the pre because you know she passed away. So people try people yeah. try to have some type of respect for the dead, but they were just like. I- you know what happens on this boat. <laughs> and he was like, I, I'm a released video. And they were like, bruh, she's dead. Let it go. And he's like, all right. <laughs> that, was, that was essentially it. That was the whole thing. Oh, man. Mariah Mills need to take a note. I mean, a video. Man, she's not going to do it, bro. She's not going to do it. She ain't about that life. She is not about them lawsuits. Because that's exactly what she's going to get plenty of. She is not about them lawsuits. Damn right. Oh, man. Yeah, they're tripping. Should have learned better. Should have notes. It's hilarious, though. Like, she... Never mind. I don't even want to give her that much. I don't even want to give her that much time a day. I'm just starting <laughs> shit now. Yeah, I was like, I don't even want to give her that much time a day. Why am I Mariah? doing that right now? I'm just trying to get a little bit trashy. Just a little trashy. Mariah Mills is such an idiot. Talking about like just talking about blood in the streets earlier. We gotta get a little trashy. That's true. Gotta but you dumb can't, it down. You can't have some like my only thing about this is and I'm I'm somewhat on the messy side, but not really. I just take some logical approaches to a lot of things. You mm-hmm. can't have the upper hand in a situation and play your cards that poorly. You just can't. Like they putting this in the sense that I'm trying to explain it here. She had all the stuff to make him look like a bad, a bad boyfriend, which, you know, in this case, he probably was, he probably was cheating on his woman. She also had the right to be hurt or brokenhearted that I do not blame. One thing that I see the adult film stars through the lens of that. A lot of people don't, they're still humans and they're still capable of being in relationships. It's just they have to find people that are okay with their profession in order in order for that to happen. That is it. That is all. I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, nah, you do porn. You don't deserve to be loved by nobody. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's one thing that I, I don't understand. Like, yeah, you can, um, like, in regards to their profession, it's just like any other profession. Uh, but you, like you said, you have to have someone who. Is either in a profession which with you, or you know they have to have the strongest mindset. Because me personally, hell no. Yeah, see, completely understandable. 
But see, where she messed up is she made it so much about just being like one very hyperbolic reaction, which in the case of you going off on the Internet and handling it, you can't have a hyperbolic reaction. You got to keep your cool. But you already had this bad reaction, so if that's a wrap. Yeah. But you kept going for days on end. I got video, I got this, I got blah blah. And it's like, look, I'm gonna be a hundred percent real with you. If you drop those videos, we know you're gonna drop them for profit. They're gonna be on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And it just continues to make you look worse. <laughs> we already don't care about you, the actress in general, who has almost never performed with a black man. <laughs> so the fact that people are just like, oh wow, she actually is Yeah, she actually fucked a black dude. So we're already shocked there. The value the shock value is already high. But the other thing is like you played these cards wrong because you made someone who is definitely guilty of cheating into someone who looks like they were wronged and they're being blackmailed by someone who has sex for money. Like that just makes you look stupid. Yeah, really so I'm just like, so I'm just like, you, you played your hand all wrong. This man is not supposed to walk away looking like a very reasonable and rational <laughs> human being who was just in a, who had his fling and then they were done. And now you're overreacting. Cause that's what exactly what it looks like. Everybody should be like, wow, bro, you really have no sense of self-control. You didn't even bother, like, not sleeping. <laughs> you didn't bother, uh, you know, keeping your penis out of one person just so you can be with your woman. Like, you don't have to say that because this idiot over here is already, I can't stand you. I'm going to tell everybody. I'm showing everybody the videos. It's like, what does that do for somebody that's supposed to be hurt? Oh, nothing? Thanks. Thanks for letting us know it does nothing at all. Yeah. Damn, that'd be it, man. That's my take on how poorly she handled it. If she if she played the long game, she either could have stayed quiet and said, I'm gonna send the video to your baby mama if you don't, you know, if you don't do right by me. Which not saying she had to blackmail him for money. She could though. He's a multimillionaire. She's probably making somewhere in the high six figures. Who knows? Uh, she is working yeah. with almost, ex- like I said, exclusively white men <laughs> in her videos. Wider audience. Um, but also, she could have just, you know, done nothing. She could have just been like, don't hate the player, hate the game. Gone on about her life. But she refused to do either one. So now here she is. Looking stupid. And nobody even Damn. cares. Yeah, and she even, was, it, yeah. even got the name tag on her face too. Wait, what? Yep. Oh lord. Let me. No, that's all I need to know. We already need to give this woman any more time. <laughs> oh god! Please be fake. Oh god! Please be fake. It's on her jawline. <laughs> yeah, probably his favorite shot on, to shoot on. I was just about to say he. She put it on Damn. the jaws. That, she put it on the same jaws he was inside of. That's hilarious. <laughs> Damn. 
this is so yeah i'm a you got his name see you did it backwards this is playing the hand this is how you play the hand all wrong this is how you play the hand all wrong you're threatening to release the sex tapes and then but you got him tattooed on your face no baby girl you get the tattoo somewhere that's hidden you lie and say that he paid for it and that he had promised you all these things and then you say i got video of it and he say release it and you say you said it during a sex tape and then you release the sex tape with no audio say this is the video you can hear him talking to me you got a whole row out for this one man yeah. <laughs> If you're going to be evil and do evil shit, do it right. I'm a fucking idiot. It's just. I don't understand. Goddamn stupid. But yeah, that's it, man. I I, I literally have nothing else because (laughs) what the hell? That that is the biggest shock of the entire night. (laughs) I I did not expect to see that. Yeah, man. She down bad, bro. She's just she's just down. Mm-hmm. She she <laughs> was never bad. She was just down. Oh man. That that is hilarious though. I'm not gonna lie, that's one of the funniest things I have seen in weeks. I just don't have the capacity to laugh that hard. I think I may actually hurt myself if I do. Oh, no. That's a funny-ass tattoo now that I'm looking at it. Bro, it's so ridiculous. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Got it all in cursive. Like, what did you expect him to do? Oh, baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> Put that dick right back where it was. Exactly. Oh, dang, girl, I didn't know you were willing to go all out for me like that. Let me leave the woman that I actually plan on marrying. And having a child with. Yeah, and having a child with. But also, people are, like, being weird about her, too. And it's like, oh, my God, she's, uh, she was a, she's a stripper. And, once again, people are very capable of being loved. They've been in a committed relationship. It's not, people keep saying this stuff about these women that have these professions. Like, they don't come home, like, they don't, they say this about women in these professions, like, they sleep with every person that they come across. But then also, it's applauded if a man sleeps with damn near every woman that he comes across. Like, don't, don't, don't don't do me, don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. Yeah. Oh, shit, let's see, what else we got? I think we we didn't cover Jill Scott. Covered all essence fest, really. We really did. Twerking. Student loan debt. It's great to be back, debt, Joe. It's great to be back. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's been great. It feels good. But also, it's been two hours. So, (laughs) we're going to attempt to cut this down and maybe, you know, I don't know. Just maybe (laughs) maybe get this edited down a little bit for people's consumption. Probably breaking into part one and part two. Who knows? I probably won't. Anyway, <laughs> any last words before I stop this thing? Enjoy that content. That's it. If you made it this far, congrats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you made some, it this far. You, you are definitely some real human. ones. You some real ones. For real. Uh, everybody anyway. just, just um, you know, try to 
remain positive in regards to any situation you may have physically, mentally, get all that, you know, corrected as much as you yeah. can. Yeah. And uh stay based, no I'm playing. <laughs> hey man, I can't <laughs> listen. Anyway. <laughs> first thing first. Damn, which one comes to your mind first? First. Whenever I say first, whenever I say first thing first, what what word or lyric comes at comes to your mind after that? Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Damn, uh, I'm a loser because I still think I'm the real. So first what? thing first, I'm the realest. First thing, yeah. I, I mean, still I think mean, hey. Isaiah first. Oh shit! I, oh my. <laughs> God, you would know what's even crazier, and I had I'm only saying this as an outro because I thought this shit was one of the funniest things I've ever witnessed. I did not know that Biggie actually has a lyric like that, where he's like, "First thing first, I love I sum all the honeys." And so I was like, "Oh, he says that," and like I was I was like, "Damn, for me to be a hip hop fan, how did I?" How did the Australian white woman rapping with black suit come pop into my mind first? Oh, I'm the relaxed. I'm the relaxed. <laughs> first, first I'm the relaxed. And I was like, ah, oh, God, why? Yikes. <laughs> Fucking yikes. But yeah. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta come full circle and disappoint people before we get off. Anyway. Y'all have a good one. Trying to speak easy. We out.